Welcome to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz alongside the top dog. <laughs> what the heck did you do this weekend? Because uh, there wasn't any football games. I don't know. Do you Are you interested in the Pro Bowl? Oh, God. I know you was going to go that. That thing. Uh, you know, you're right. It's that's changed what I, a lot it, since it, you, Gab, you were playing. Are, you're exactly right. And, you know, I don't even know why they still call it the Pro Bowl. Because uh, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I was playing, when we went to the Pro Bowl, we actually had games that we played in. It was football games. And uh, we looked forward to those games because uh, it was really a competition between uh, each of the guys. It was the best against the best, uh, the AFC against the NFC. And it's still the NFC against the AFC. But what they do now is all they do is these uh, uh, little games. It's just stupid to me. I mean, it <laughs> really is. I feel I like mean, that seems to be the consensus at any time anyone talks about it now. Well, you, well, you know what, Gab? I watched it, and I, I was watching it just because, uh, obviously, I'm a football fan and uh, very interested in the guys and what they're doing and all this kind of crazy stuff. But I'm telling you, it's, it's just crazy. It got them uh, pulling a rope. and, and, who, and who wins a tug-of-war, me or you? Uh, you. I've been working out, so uh, I, I yeah, know it. That's, that's what I was right. going to say. You probably would win. <laughs> not not to brag, but <laughs> I hit legs. So, but uh, <laughs> but it was just crazy. I I just uh, I watched it, but I wasn't happy with it at all. It was just it's not the Pro Bowl. It's not the same thing than uh, when I played because, uh, say for instance, when I'm in the Pro Bowl, I'm I got Jerry Rice uh, lined up against me. I want to go after him. We want to do it. Obviously, we're not going to do anything dirty. We're not going to get hurt or anything. Yeah, nobody but wants to get hurt. But they are so afraid to try to keep these guys healthy. So today. It's it's weird. It is different. We've got to take a break, actually, because we got a stacked show of interviews. So we'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. We've got some Browns news for you that we haven't chatted about yet, but Bill Callahan is gone, the offensive line coach, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that. He's joining his son, Brian, who is the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, and you know how big of a blow that would be to this offense. Well, when you look at it, uh, that's going to be a big, big blow because um, he has just got a tremendous amount of respect around the league. Uh, he's just a good, good coach. And, and not only that, my understanding, I don't know him personally, but my understanding, he's just a good person. But, Gab, yeah, if you were to ask me, was I surprised? I would say absolutely not. Absolutely not, because when you look at his son, I mean, his son got a head coaching it's job. It's a cool opportunity. It, it's it's a, cool. It really is. And uh, this guy, I think he's in his 30s or late 30s or somewhere around there. But it, it would be crazy for him not to, uh, for for his son not to put his father on his uh, staff, because uh, there's so much knowledge there that he can help him, he can lead him, he can guide him. Uh, he can go to him whenever he, uh, he's he got a question or something. But I was definitely not surprised. And people could say what they want to say. You know, I, The only thing that get me, I'm just surprised that it took so long for it to happen. I mean, I really am because I thought right away, right when his son uh, got the head coaching job, I thought it was just, I knew it was just a matter of time that uh, he was just going to go and join his staff. And it just makes so much sense. So uh, good for them. Kudos to them. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. Should we expect a step back by the O-line, the run game this year? Well, I, I could tell you this. Uh, I hate to uh, think about what that O-line would, would have looked like this year if Bill Callahan wouldn't have been there. Because if you look at it, I mean, we had a lot of injuries on that line. I mean, a lot of injuries on that line. And if and now that he's gone, 
I mean, to just think about it, and I'm not saying um, that no one else could step in and, and do the job or do a good job because obviously that's not true. We just have to find the right guy, but the uh, right coach. But uh, I hate to had to go into this season without him being the uh, offensive line coach with all the injuries and everything that happened on that offensive line. Because, you, you know, our offensive line have always, as long as he's been there, has been one of the strongest units uh, on this football team. And he, I say it again, and I'll say it right now, I always uh, think the game of football is played and controlled on the offensive and defensive line of scrimmage. That's where all the action is, and that's where – um, uh, these guys uh, start, and that's where the game starts. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's crazy. I'm uh, Good for him. Good he's joining his son, and I just wish him uh, uh, the best of luck there. Yeah, so, well, speaking of the O-line, who do you think should be the starting tackles with Conklin, Wills, and Dewan are all healthy this season? Boy, that's going to be uh, – that's, uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, because obviously – uh, we got the young kid who played well until he got hurt, talking about Jones. Um, he's just a massive, massive guy. I mean, he, what is he, 6'7", six, 6'8"? Six, <laughs> he looks like he's about 370 <laughs> he's pounds. He's a big guy. I really, really like him. But you never know uh, with the free agency and, and the trade deadline and all this stuff, you never know what they're going to do to uh, try to uh, improve that line or who's coming back or who's going to be healthy or whatever. So I would look for some changes. So we'll just wait and see uh, exactly what they, what they decide to do on that offensive line. All right. Well, we've got something special coming on this show. We've got presidents from Browns Packers oh, clubs across yeah, the country and even outside yeah. the country. And this that, was your idea. That's going to be fun. So we're going to bring them on two at a time. Stick with us. Thanks so much for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Welcome back to the Hanford-Dixon Show. We've got our special guests coming in, Hanford. The Browns backers are all over the country and beyond. Um, and we've got the presidents with us. We're going to go two at a time here. We've got a, a whole bunch, six, to be chatting with. Well, I wanted to do one at a time, but, you know, you were just uh, in one of your moods, so you just wanted to uh, have uh, two on at the same time and as usual i always lose that battle we know we got to keep time hanford <laughs> we i know that you can chat forever i yes. can chat forever yes. this is yes. for our producer's sake and our show's sake we got to keep it rolling you okay know? let's do it okay let's bring them in first we're joined by becky williams she is the president of the tri-valley new york browns backers club and we've also got brian clifton with us who is the president of the greater cincinnati Browns backers clubs and we know how passionate Browns fans are but if you could both just say a little bit about how you got connected or into your Browns backers club and and what you're up to who's going first we'll start with you Becky okay <laughs> so um we started our chapter because there wasn't one real close there was one in Utica and one in Syracuse and we are in Oneida sort of sandwiched between the two. And there are a lot of Browns fans here because Jim Brown played for Syracuse. Right. Ernie Davis as well. Did you know I went um, to Syracuse? You did? Yeah. You didn't oh know. my God. I didn't even know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what did she say? I went to Syracuse. You did? Yes. Yeah. So you know our area then. <laughs> I, I do. You said Oneida and I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I ran and near there or past there. Becky, she yeah. was smiling when you said that. I, you know, Just <laughs> no. as long as you know that. <laughs> Good. 
Um, my dad actually grew up in Cleveland and he um, sort of brought the love of all things Cleveland to our family. And therefore I passed it on to my boys and we started our chapter in 2019. Awesome. Brian, let's hear you, big dog. Yeah, Brian, how'd you guys right. get started? So, the Greater Cincinnati Brownsbackers is probably one of the oldest clubs that started. I know they started in the mid-80s, mid to late 80s, and they kept rolling until we got disbanded in 96. And then 99, Joey, Bob, and John, uh, Chris, and them refounded the club. They were one of the very first clubs to reapply for their chapters. And then, so we've been a club officially recognized by the greater Cincinnati Brownsbackers since 1999. And um, I got involved into it in about 2018 when um, about 2015 or 16, our president at the time unexpectedly passed away and our treasurer took it over and she did an amazing job, but her heart wasn't in it. So she asked people if they wanted to step up to be the president. And I said, I absolutely wanted to do it. So I've been the president since about 2019. Oh, okay. That's so my very first year was the COVID year. So wow, congratulations yes. and welcome to being the president during COVID, which was a <laughs> hard. Right. But. right. It sounds like that for both of you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Becky, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, how did this season go for you guys? Or how do you think this season went? Um, well, despite the ending, we had <laughs> great attendance. Um, it grew as the year kind of go we actually have turned some non-football fans into browns fans they love the here we go brownies <laughs> chant they like yes. egg me out to do it yes they don't understand that i can't do it until i know the points are officially on the board we can't be of course you know, gotta wait there's no flags or anything like that to... <laughs> so you're trying to tell me you guys are superstitious well not superstitious <laughs> but i just don't want to celebrate get my hopes up and then you know. <laughs> Have it taken away because yeah, you know I am a Browns fan. I know what that feels like. Hey, hey, <laughs> a, a, uh, uh, big dog. Tell me how many uh, how many members do you guys have, and uh, and 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 tell me uh, what makes your club just so unique. So last year we had probably about close to three hundred members signed up. Um, and what makes us unique is you know we. Our viewing location during football on Sundays at one o'clock is only open to us. They're not open to the public or anybody else. Now, Saturday games or late afternoon games or something or like primetime games, they are open. But the Saturday playoff game, we actually, so we meet at Slats Pub and that's in Cincinnati on the corner of Kenwood and Cooper. Okay. And during the playoff game on national TV, when we didn't think we'd have 50 people show up we ended up selling out the bar and there was over 250 people that showed up for that playoff game wow we were stunned, <laughs> we were stunned and shocked christmas eve we didn't think we'd have maybe 10 15 people because you know families christmas everything there was probably about a good 60 65 people there so wow. this year has been fun We've done things like uh, I have the backer of the week. So when you show up, you get your wristband and a little raffle ticket. You drop it in there. I got some signed item stuff like Ozzie Newsome signed jerseys and that. We my gave them man, away. Just my man, my man. Yep. And the number one question was, where's Hanford's signed jersey? I'm like, well, see, I got to uh, – <laughs> there's a golf outing coming up, and maybe I'll get something then. <laughs> Yeah, don't freak, don't don't be surprised if I hit you up for that. Hey, I, big dog, I I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Becky, how hard is it uh, in another state now where 
you know, they have their own teams, but you guys are hanging in there <laughs> being Browns fans. Do, do they give you a hard time? Um, yeah, a little bit. Actually, you know who we have, we have the hardest time with? Our Steelers fans. Wow. <laughs> There's That's a mix to be expected. of people in the bar that we, we meet at Frogs, which is a, a fairly new establishment. She opened in 21, and we've been there ever since. Um, but... Yeah, they come through and they flip us off and they call us names. (laughs) And I just am like, "Eh, you know, thanks. (laughs) What does it take to be a member? When people come to the events and everything, is it just anyone can come? I I don't know the the rules for the clubs. Well, we I I don't know for Brian because he has more of a limited he has more people in a limited capacity we allow anybody to come we do encourage them to register on the browns backers worldwide mm-hmm. um, page to be a member of our club but um they aren't forced to okay so you just register online and then you can show up yep okay you register online and then you can select which and you can be members of multiple clubs cool well, I had- and ours is ours is uh dues driven so you have to become a member and pay your dues to to join the club and the club helps do things like raffle parties and club parties and helps offset the cost of the direct TV that since they only open for us and it just helps out the club. So when they're open to the public, the public can come in and eat, but when they're not open to the public, we kind of like to sell out the place and not have the public come in to eat. So it's exclusive to us on Sundays at 1 PM. Okay. So that, that's pretty nice. Well, I have to tell you guys this, um, you know, I was just sitting down and I, I was thinking of, I thought of this idea to uh, maybe uh, have some of the Browns backers presidents on to just, um, you know, get you guys on because you guys don't know how much we appreciate you. I mean, you guys are just awesome. Real quick, Becky, tell us about the season. Were you excited about this season? Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun season. I mean, obviously the ending wasn't what we would hope for, but um, it was we kind of when that news came out about Deshaun being done for the season, it was like very deflating. So to have those wins come trickling in with Joe Flacco and whoever thought we'd be rooting for a, for him <laughs> in Cleveland, but yeah, we had a good time. We it was you know high hopes for next year. On top of it, Brian, what about you, real quick? We had we were we were happy with the season, given everything that happened, given the four quarterbacks that were injured and 27 was it 27 members were on or teammates were on the IR this year and that so any other team like what were we the only NFL team to ever have four starting quarterbacks and still make the playoffs which is a stat which is like unheard of in the NFL so yeah we're happy with it something to build on for next year hopefully we just it seems like when we go to the playoffs the very next year, we have a little bit of a letdown. So hopefully we don't have that next year. I'm okay with the Ken Dorsey hiring for today. I think that's going to be a positive outlook. Um, we're just excited about next year. Next year is going to be really, really good. I think we're going to go very far in the playoffs. Well, Gab, I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but uh, I have to tell you both if there's anything I could do for you, just uh, uh, let me know. And I know you guys are going to call me on this one. <laughs> I already see it right now in your eyes. Hey, Brian, that was meant for Becky, not you, okay? 
I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, make I sure you harass. You know I'm get I know it. Make sure you harass him and um, get that autographed jersey. Thank you so much for your time and for giving us a little sneak peek of each of your clubs and and kind of the contrast between the two. And Becky, I know yours is growing, so looking forward to a better show. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break. See you at the summit this summer, right, Hans? You got it. You got it. Yeah, we'll see you at the summit. We're going to see you everywhere. We'll see you in Virginia. We'll see you everywhere. We'll see you in Cincinnati, too. You got it, my friend. Thanks, guys. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriela Cruz alongside the top dog, and we just heard from a couple of our Browns backers, presidents, and we're moving right along across the country here, and we've got uh, another couple to bring in. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying one word, one word, because I'm tired of fighting with you all day today. (laughs) You know, because all I have to do is say something, and then you're going to jump all over me anyway. So I'm going to leave it alone and let you and let you go ahead and handle this thing. He's he's so dramatic. (laughs) He's saying this because I asked him why he's drinking tea instead of diet coke today. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to tell? I just thought it was interesting. Oh my goodness! I cannot believe he's a tea guy now. He's a tea guy now. He says that I'm arguing with him. You're silly. You know what? I like you. Okay. Uh, Let's bring on David Sokol and Kevin Hoyt, um, our two Browns backers presidents. David, you're Derby City Browns backers over there in Kentucky. And Kevin, you're all the way Southern California Browns backers. It's kind of cool to see all of this enthusiasm for the Browns just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, uh, David, hold on. Kevin, are, you, you yeah. guys have a storm going on there. What What the hell, yeah. man? A little, little bit of rain today for sure. Just a little, huh? Yeah, just a little. It's all good. The mountains are getting buried in snow. Normally I would be up there, but I got knee surgery, so I'm taking the year off. Oh, wow. Are you a skier then, snowboard? Uh, ski. Nice. Well, we have to give uh, David a hard time because he's right there in Frank Menefield, my partner's backyard, and he can't even get him to come out, sign an autograph, say a speech, say hi or nothing. What the hell's going on, man? You can't get Frank? I don't know what's going on. I know we've reached out uh, several years ago, and they just haven't been able to – he hasn't been able to come out. Um, I think we need you to kind of push him, Hanford. I think you and you and – uh, Minifield need to come out. Well, he's been texting me the whole show, so big dog. I'll uh, I'll do what I can to try. I, I, let's just say this: uh, Gabby's giving me that eye, like now that I, we got you guys to come on the show, that I owe you guys. Now we owe you guys, so I I have to do uh, whatever I could do to try to make that happen for you. Man, we'd greatly appreciate that if you if you could do whatever you can. <laughs> Guys, uh, let's start with you, uh, Kevin. Let's talk about your clubs. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, each one of you guys' club. Well, we've got eight different locations. As you well know, we uh, we were established in 1986, so we've been around for a while. Uh, we used to do the mailings daily or week every week after the game. We would do a, a, a mailing list. We'd handful, mail everything out. Uh, dues were 1964, and then in 1999, uh, that's when the world, after after the worldwide Browns backers took over, um, basically we fell under their umbrella. But we were we were one of the original Brown backers groups. So I think we had you out here at the 1990. Right. Uh, with Felix Wright, Bob Golick, Frank was out there. <laughs> you guys are always welcome to come back too. Well, thank you, big dog. Let's hear it. Tell us about your club. 
Yeah, we look forward. We just got done doing uh, this. This when the Browns came out here against the Rams, we had a big event in Hollywood, and uh, Bernie came out for that event, and that was quite uh, quite well received. And we usually end up having about 1,200, 1,400 people up for that event. Uh, at one time, we had 2,400 members in our club. We've split that up with San Diego, kind of went their own direction now. Uh, like I said, Hollywood's got four or 500 members of their own. So if we grouped them all back together, we'd be a little over 2,000 strong. But we, we continue to work together when the Browns come out here on the West Coast, whether it's the Chargers or the Rams. Uh, we always try to put out a big event for fundraising to uh, help out the organizations. Well, I heard about that. I know that was a big, big bash because not only was Bernie out there, I think Metcalf came out there and uh, uh, a couple other guys. David, tell us a little bit about your club. Uh, well, we've been around since about 1988, uh, just a few years after I was born. Um, I've been originally from Northeast Ohio, My man. Out, in, out in Amherst, um, moved down to Kentucky here in 2012. And since then, when I you know caught wind of the club on the website, just kind of started hanging out, volunteering, doing stuff with them. Took a few years off, uh, went back to school, and then finally came back and just kind of took over uh, helping out mostly. And then I guess just got kind of, you know, got the, I'd say we have about 75 or so members. Uh, I always just tell people we're just a bunch of football fans who love to donate to charity. Uh, We've been donating to our uh, local charity. Uh, WHAS Crusade for Children uh, that's been going on really ever since the club started in 88 and to this day I know we've donated thousands of dollars to them and still pushing strong. That's so cool. I love how we can have our fandom come together and also do good, give back. And, and that's one thing, Gabby, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when, when they when they think of um, Brown's backers, uh, obviously they think of the, you know, the guys show up and they tailgate and they have a good time and they have a few drinks. But I'm telling you, they do so much good in the community to help people. Guys, I got to I got to ask you this. With all the injuries and start, David, we'll start with you again. With all the injuries that this team had, did you guys think that we would go as far as we went this year? Uh, to be honest, myself. I didn't think we were going to go as far as what we did. I mean, after that Ravens game and getting the news about Deshaun's shoulder, it just it felt like it was attending a funeral almost <laughs> with, with, how, with how sad the news was. Uh, we, you know, the adversity that the team overcame, I loved it. Every second of it, those last-minute field goals, the win games, Dustin Hopkins putting it through the uprights. I've never seen our watch party site go as crazy <laughs> weeks and weeks in a row because all because of that what about you kevin no when you talk about midseason and all those injuries heck even watching nick chubb go down that was pretty painful to even to watch or even think about for quite a long time uh and then little by little they just kept chipping away at our offensive line we'd lose and i think that was our our the final end to everything is our offensive line just was decimated along with every, along with all the other injuries. And I was pretty proud of 
I mean, obviously our defense kept us in a lot of games and uh, having Dustin Hopkins was, was absolutely one of the best pickups we, you know, we were able to pick up. So that was a pleasant surprise to see. Um, I expected a little more out of that Texas game. I think, unfortunately, I think we put too much on the line the first time we played him and we showed our hand a little bit too much in that game and it made it a little bit easier for him to adjust. Kevin, let me ask you this. And, and well, again, this is for both of you guys, but Kevin, you can uh, go first. I mean, talking about this season and the way things were you, were you guys shocked at the end of the season that we got rid of uh, the three uh, offensive coaches that we got rid of talking about stump Mitchell talking about uh, Van Pelt, uh, the offensive coordinator and our tight end coach. I love stump. I think there might've been a little bit more behind the scenes than, than we'll ever know about um, on that. We, unfortunately we losing Callahan. Uh, that was, wasn't really, I think we would have loved to have kept him. Uh, even with Van Pelt, I think there's again, I still think there's something behind the scenes that we haven't heard uh, on at all. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that. I do have to throw a little side bit. Uh, CJ Stroud actually went to school right here in Ranch Cucamonga, where we're at. Went to school with my daughter. Really? Yeah, he's right, right here, <laughs> right here. So he's 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 a hometown favorite around here for sure. Well, uh, I have to ask you a question. That and hold on, uh, big dog. Let me ask him this question now. When we played him, I mean that didn't affect your loyalties, did it? Not, not, not even. I was. No, not even close. So. Okay, David, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. Uh, yeah, with the coordinators, I mean, even you know, last year when we got Jim Schwartz, I thought that was a great move. This year, getting rid of uh, Van, Alex Van Pelt, uh, Callahan goes down to Tennessee. Uh, that was the shocker. Stump, I think, was a shocker for me personally, but uh, like. Like was uh, mentioned before, is a, it's a lot about behind the scenes that we didn't really know about. And having Ken Dorsey, I think it was actually really interesting for him to come back uh, as a coordinator this time. Uh, you look at his stats and compare them uh, to, his, to Buffalo's current offensive coordinator and before Ken Dorsey got fired. I thought Ken did a really good job. It's just maybe what the play was on the field that just – you know, he was kind of a scapegoat. Well, let me say this, and and and, and I, I said this last week on the show. I, I'm not too happy we brought, you know, we brought Dorsey in. I mean, because, I, I mean, they recycle these coaches. I mean, they take them, and you, we, we're bringing in a guy. Obviously, uh, he wasn't good enough for uh, Buffalo, but he's good enough for us. And I'm not saying you, you, I, I think he should get a job, but I think he should – get a job some you know maybe not being the offensive coordinator again but you know when he comes here he's not really the offensive coordinator because we all know Kevin Stefanski is the offensive coordinator and I I I don't see him giving up uh play calling I just don't see it but one thing I have to say to you guys is you guys we really appreciate you I mean we really appreciate you guys and what you guys do uh um uh, Gabby you know this because we talked about it we have Brown's backers all over the world. I mean, they're everywhere. And I'm telling you, 
people don't know what they do. And I, I like to have a cocktail with them sometime. You know, we sit down, tell them guys, we sit down and have a cocktail. But they do so many other things in the community. And uh, we really, really appreciate you guys yeah. uh, coming on with us. Thank, thank you guys for sharing your time and just a little insight into what you're up to. Kevin, I'll have to tell my, my best friend Marie lives in San Diego. So I'll have to tell, tell her to find her chapter. Uh, www.scbba Southern California Browns Backers Association. Uh, look us up. Sweet. And David, tell them how to get a hold of you and and, you, and your chapter. Uh, easiest way to find us is just right on Facebook, okay. social media. Okay. Uh, just okay. Search for Derby City Browns Backers. Okay. Uh, usually, I'm pretty active in there on social media. Being one of those millennials, I mean, that's <laughs> all, all we know is social media. Right. You got it. Got it down, Pat. Well, thank you, fellas, so much. We're gonna take another break. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show. We've got more Browns backers presidents coming up. Just another duo for you, because, of course, we know this is worldwide. All of our fans, all of um, these clubs that just get together and they go Cleveland Browns, rah, rah, which is pretty cool. I mean, obviously, being from Cleveland, I understand it. Hanford, you playing in Cleveland, you understand it. But it is cool to kind of see what all these clubs are up to throughout the year. Absolutely, because, you know, and and, and I've said it, you know, a couple of times on the show, but when you think of these Browns backers, you just think about uh, uh, people that support the Cleveland Browns. They go out, they go to the games, they uh, maybe get together, um, have a tidy or two or <laughs> and, and watch the game. But there's so many other things that they do and uh uh and and they do a lot to help uh people in the community so yeah. uh it's, it's yeah, really cool I, to hear that I, I just i just love the browns backers because we really really appreciate them so that's why i thought it was just a great idea to let's just bring them on and uh, some of them and uh, obviously we can't bring them all on you were you were screaming at me about the number we have today. I, so, I like I like how you did the math here. We can go two at a time. That way we can save time. We can right, get more people. And right. we're working with the producer to set up the shots. You know, right. no, it, it works out. And it is great to hear from everybody. We're actually going to welcome on. We've got Ken McDonald. And he's got the Ottawa, Canada Browns backers. And Jessica is over there in Seattle for our Browns backers, which is really Awesome, you guys. Thank you for giving us your time and coming on the show. Let's start with Ken, just because you're on, on top here. Um, get, <laughs> tell us a little bit about about your chapter and what you guys do throughout the year. Yeah, so originally I'm from uh, Chatham, Ontario, and I moved here 29 years ago. So I'm literally right across the lake from Cleveland growing up till I was about 19. So I got Channel 3, Channel 9. Channel 8, Channel 19, Channel 43. So I got to watch the Browns, and I became like a Browns fan uh, through Power 108, because every time the Brownies won, there would be like this massive <laughs> log of songs, and people were wearing T-shirts, and I was always like so impressed. So when I moved up here, uh, things just didn't pan out, me starting and get a family and all that kind of stuff. Finally, the kids got older. Um, I got into a position where I could start these Browns backers about five years ago. So we've been established since 2019. It was a great way to come back in with ba kind of riding high on the Baker train. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
And uh, we got about 147 in our group. We get about 20 to 30 out per game at Mulligan's Golf Bar. So we get to actually stream the, the games through a golf simulator. Oh, so big, big, yeah, 15 oh, by 20 screen. It's amazing. It feels like you're on the actual uh, turf because there's obviously, obviously turf in front of the big screen, right? So it's super fun. That is cool. And Jessica, you have been involved. How did you get involved actually in Seattle over there? And what um, exciting events are you up to throughout the year? Yeah, so I'm actually not from Cleveland either. Um, my mom is from Warren, Ohio. So that's where the Browns connection comes. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm an East Coaster. I'm from the DC <laughs> area. Uh, but I moved to Seattle in 2018. Um, and I took over, God, it would have been the year after COVID. So like the COVID year, so 2021. Um, so we meet, it's just a bar. It's like not downtown, but a little bit up north called the Westie. Um, they take care of us over there. Um, in terms of events, I mean, this past year, obviously the Browns came to Seattle and that was a huge undertaking <laughs> planning. <laughs> we had like 550 people at our Browns backers party. And then at the tailgate, we had like 2000 people. So that was, was really, really exciting. Um, but throughout the year, we try and do different events like, um, we're doing a, the Guardians play the Mariners uh, in April. So we just bought group tickets for that. Um, last year we had 60 people show up. So that was uh, wow. really exciting. So I'm hoping we'll beat that this year. Um, but yeah, so just kind of throughout the year, we try and do, you know, little things to keep the communication going and, you know, getting together and whatnot. So Jessica, if I'm not mistaken, is Metcalf still in Seattle? Yeah, he was actually our um, alumni that came to our our backers party. So he came and signed autographs and all that. Super duper nice. I had never actually met him, um, but he <laughs> he was only supposed to stay for like an hour or two, and then he ended up staying for like the entire time and hanging out on the bus outside and all that. So. Well, you must have. Uh, you guys must have told him he can keep his hat on, and uh, and obviously I know there was a cocktail or two involved in this. There was, yes. And I do remember he had on his, like, what was it, like a top yeah, hat yeah, or something? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but he had his whole family with him. And, um, yeah, it was it was, it was was a really good time. And he said, I was like, I don't want to, like, be texting you all the time, but if you're ever available, if you'd ever want to come to a game, like, you know, we'd love to have you. So. And I give him a hard time, but I'm telling you, he's a great guy and, uh, and a nice guy. Ken! My man, my man, all the way in Canada. I, I tell you, I just absolutely love it. You know what? I have. I don't think one of the few places I don't think I've been. I don't think I've been to Canada. Really, Felix? You gotta right? come up. You gotta come up to the capital. Come and hang out with us for a bit. You'd have a blast. You, could, you should actually come up, probably in September when the uh, Red Blacks are playing. Okay. Odd guys that come through the practice squad, right? You don't see too many guys elite-wise coming down the uh, CFL, but you'll see guys that come in or guys from the Ohio area. Uh, a guy from the Akron Zips, uh, starting quarterback, is uh, he is our quarterback right now. His name just escapes me. But we've had guys in through. Steve Walsh was QB coach here for a bit. Um, Mr. Hut Hut, the uh, offensive line coach, he was here for a little bit too. Um, and, uh, so we, we get some Browns in here. I try to get them out. I haven't got anybody out just yet in the last five years, uh -huh. but I do. I, I tell you who would be a good one to uh, try to get there. Uh, Felix, Wright, Uh, because he is, uh, you know, what he does in Canada, I don't know, but I know he's, uh, back and forth and I don't know 
where in Canada, but I know Felix. Uh, I get uh, his passport. I get stamped. I can't tell well, you. I, I've met him, and his uh, partner is from uh, Burlington, okay. which is about four hours from us. I got to meet him, Medcalf, and uh, I was was it you? Maybe you, we were down for Dusty's uh, Las Vegas. Uh, thing yeah yeah now it's coming back to me you know so I, I met you a couple times also got to give you a beer in indianapolis and i met you at the uh guardians <laughs> game, and we had a blast at that guardians game and i got a funny story about hanford because when i met him there <laughs> yeah he, we want all the hanford like, stories i was like man i said i want to buy you a beer i didn't get to buy one for you in vegas so he's like okay but he goes man i gotta go somewhere so i can't, I can't wait in line right now because dusty's gonna bring me somewhere yeah so i'm like Oh, okay. So I'm going to button line. So how am I going to do this? So I walk right up to the front. I go, guess what, guys? You're not going to believe this. I'm going to button line today. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? I go, yeah, check that out. It's Hanford Dixon right behind me. This other guy's like, bowl, you know what, right? I go, take a look. The guy goes like, holy crap, that's Hanford Dixon. And as he's, everybody's looking, I go, hey, everybody, hurry up. Give me some beers. Yeah, and I go yeah. like this, pay it, boom. We all had our beers and had a great time. Oh, oh my, good see there, Gab. You see what people do for you? No, but see my friends. <laughs> see my friends. Brown's backers, my they, friends. He had your back all right. He, he said this beer or or, or else I got to get out. He did have my <laughs> back. Dog, I, I appreciate that. Guys, this was a good season. I mean, overall, I mean, we lost in the first round of the playoffs, but uh, overall, it was a good year. You guys think? Uh, what do you think, Beck? I mean, Jessica, what am I losing my mind? <laughs> like, I don't know who you're talking to. I'm losing yeah. my mind. We did do back to back to back to yeah, back. To yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I totally agree. It's funny. I was actually, um, my best friend has, his family's had season tickets to the Steelers. I uh-huh. know, gross. For like ever but, so we do he brings me with him though to every brown Steelers game in uh, pittsburgh and so i happened to be at the game that nick chubb got her and i was like oh, oh that man. is just the worst possible thing that could have happened and you know it'd be so browns to just kind of fold after that moment but they they kept going you know i was like injury after injury they just kept overcoming it and right, it was really exciting to watch they just kept trudging along well you notice uh she talked about uh, jessica talked about her friend you know did you see her arm Look oh yeah we we want to know about the ink we know that uh <laughs> off the air you were telling what us you got a little hell? new fresh ink yeah so i just got this done on uh what did i say saturday okay. yeah so my uh, different friend but we uh, both love champagne, so we were, like, <laughs> trying to do something champagne-related. So we sent the artist a bunch of, like, inspo pics. And so we got different ones, but they're, like, similar. They have the same flower and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, it turned out really, really good. I'm really happy with it. So it's a little sore right now, but... It- we'll be drinking champagne for the Super Bowl and when the Browns <laughs> yeah. make it to the Super Bowl. I have to 2024, say 2024, man. Yeah, I, I have to agree, but one thing I have to say about that uh about that uh I'm I'm too chicken, Jessica. I don't think I would uh <laughs> I, I, I you know, I'm not uh you know, oh no, I couldn't sit there the whole time. It would just uh it would just absolutely uh drive me crazy. Uh real quick um Jessica, tell us, uh, understand uh, you're going through a little something right now and uh, you have a GoFundMe page and we would just like to hear about that real quick. Yeah, so I guess now it's a little over two weeks ago. Um, I was unfortunately diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, right now I'm kind of in like the limbo of, 
I don't know. I know I'm going to need chemotherapy and surgery and all that, but um, I have an appointment on Friday. It's like a six hour appointment and I'll have more details on my um, treatment then. Uh, but yeah, actually the friend that I'm visiting started to go fund me for me because, you know, medical bills and paying, you know, your out of pocket deductible. Absolutely. And I'm hoping there's this thing they have where you wear this like scalp while you're getting chemo. So mm -hmm. it helps you not lose your hair. Um, but that comes out of pocket and everything. So uh, I've actually had a lot of the Browns backers organizations donate, which has been really, really cool. And <laughs> makes me a little emotional, like to see. Um, yeah, if anyone's willing to donate, that would be great. If not, if you could just, you know, share it along and yeah. Where where do they, uh, you know, to donate is just the GoFundMe? It's yeah, it's um, well, I was like, I can send you the link. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah. When, you, when you get a chance, just just send that to us and we'll make sure we uh, try to get it out there for you. OK. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Thank and you. I, and I have to say this. I, I, I know it very well. Uh, breast cancer. My uh, I, I had one sister, no brothers, and I uh, lost my sister to uh, breast cancer. So uh, but you are going to you are in our prayers and you are going to beat this thing so we 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 already know this and we're gonna we're gonna speak this into uh yes. existence yes. right with the right I, kid she's gonna beat it that's right and I, unfortunately i lost my mother to the exact same thing mm -hmm. uh, i'm a survivor myself mm -hmm. uh, um, of testicular cancer that's part of my initiative with the ottawa browns backers we raise money for uh, november and jess is definitely going to be on the forefront for us for our super bowl fundraiser and uh, we're we're pumped to have her back you got it. I think it's really cool that it's more than just football with these yeah. Browns backers groups. It mm -hmm. becomes family. It becomes a huge network. And, and the support that is shown, it definitely transcends just Browns fandom. And, and, and guys, we thank you so much. We know it's a busy time for you guys, but we thank you so much for uh, giving us a little bit of your time to just come on because we thought it was very, very important to uh, just talk about the Browns backers and have some of you guys on the show. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Thank, thanks so much for having us. And guys like yourself, Hanford and Bernie, you guys always make time for us. I super appreciate that. And I tell my guys every time if they're in the area, just go say hi. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And Jess, yeah. we'll keep up updates on you, sis. So thanks yes. for sharing your GoFundMe too. Yeah, I will send that. Thank you guys so much. And uh, go Browns. You go got Browns. It. You got it. Woo, woo, woo. We're going to take another break and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show. I wanted to ask you, Hanford, you know, because we were just talking about now that Bill Callahan is gone, there's some turnover here with the offensive coaches with the Browns. We're up to four now that we are replacing. Uh, what do you think about all of this turnover? Boy, that's crazy. When you look at it, you, a team that uh, went to the playoffs and have uh, that many coaches. First of all, I was shocked. Um, uh, stump. I, I didn't think he was going to go anywhere. I mean, but he's gone. Uh, then uh, our tight end coach is gone. Um, and then now uh, Van Pelt, uh, our offensive coordinator, they got rid of him. I, you know, now that I think about it, um, there's been some rumbling, some, some talk going around that uh, maybe uh, the front office is not uh, too excited or happy with the way uh, Deshaun's uh, development has been going. So uh, I think maybe that had something to do with Van Pelt leaving. But now with Kellyan, I mean, the offensive line coach gone, that's four coaches on the offense that are gone that we have to replace. I mean, four. You're talking about a team, again, that went to the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, 
And I'm still, I don't want to talk about uh, that offensive coordinator we just hired. But, again, Dorsey, he's with us. He's with us right now. So You said you were warming up to it. I am. I'm happy now. I, I have no choice. I got to like him. He's, 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 he's on our team now. He's one of the coaches, so I have to like him. All right. We're winding down the show. We only got 30 seconds left. Hey, let me say this real okay, quick. Yeah, you better. You were giving me a hard time. Uh, at, well, you wouldn't give me a hard time, but what, what I bought the idea of you about uh, bringing on these uh, Browns backers, uh, president. Well, you, you, well, you shot well, you, high. You, you, you said looked six at people. Me, you looked at me crazy, but I'm glad we had them on. I am, too. Yeah. Put her there. All righty. Nice job. Uh, we'll be back for another episode <laughs> when we see you. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Thank <laughs> you.